Warning, the following podcast show that you're about to listen to will include explicit language and content in which you, the members of the audience, may find offensive. Audience discretion is advised. Welcome to another episode of the Kim Wang Podcast Experience. Yeah, boy. Where anything and everything is a subject matter on the show and no subject matter is ever taboo. Damn, that's what's up, my G. And now, your host with the most, Mr. Kim Wang. Bro, am I getting paid for this? Hello, hello, hello. How are you, ladies and gentlemen? How are you? It's another great episode here of the Kim Huang Podcast Experience. I am your host, Kim Huang, the Asian sensation. And I'm actually, you know, cooking up another episode and ready to serve it to you, the audience. And first and foremost, I just want to say that I'm very happy and glad to be here. You know, it's definitely been a minute. Um... And I know a lot of people have been asking a lot of questions about, yo, Kim, you haven't been around. What's going on? What is the deal? You're usually good about these things. And I have to apologize. Yes, I usually am. And um, I think that you guys have a right to know what's been going on. So um, basically the truth is that I have actually been busy. Um, As many of you guys know, I actually recently, a while back got casted for a role for a martial arts kung fu period time piece piece short called uh, Scrolls of Honor that is directed by Jimmy D. Nolte. And, um, you know, we've been doing a lot of rehearsals. We've been doing a lot of script reading. Uh, We have been doing uh, lots and lots and lots of uh, preparation in terms of also fight choreography and stunts. And, you know, that's definitely been the the main basis of everything. Um, coincidentally, I just got back from rehearsal tonight. And um, literally soaking uh, my f- right leg and my right foot in a bucket of hot water and Epsom salt. And no, I wish I was kidding around but this is this is definitely the seriousness that's happening right now so um you know my right leg is definitely getting a a beauty treatment if you will now i'm not trying to use this as an excuse by any means because as a podcaster i do owe it to you guys to give you great content and so forth um but i just figured that if i was transparent and if i was letting you guys know what the deal was um you wouldn't really be angry towards me and you wouldn't hold it against me. So that is the uh, God's honest truth. Uh, Again, I'm not trying to use it as an excuse. I'm only using that as a fact. Um, So that's been going on with the going on. Um, Second, Hector's actually not even here. You know what I mean? So uh, uh, he's actually uh, taking some time off. I think he's actually over in Philadelphia. So, uh, you know, we just want to give a shout out to the people of Jim Stakes over in South Street. We understood and found out recently that uh, the establishment actually got caught in fire. So there was definitely a lot of damage um, to the building and so forth. So they're really taking time to, you know, uh, rebuild and everything like that. So 
our hearts and our prayers go out to the Gem Stakes establishment on uh, South Street, on the corner of 4th and South Street. Uh, just know that we really love you guys and we're hoping for the best and for the staff that currently is, uh, you know, not working there right now. And since that's probably one of their main sources of income, we just hope that you're be, you'll be able to actually get through it and that, uh, you know, whatever it is that's going on, how you're getting paid or, or whatever, that, you know, you're definitely getting your money uh, towards your direction. Uh, last time I checked, there is some kind of like, um, I, I don't know if it's like a, uh, some kind of GoFundMe page or whatever, but there was an actual uh, uh, some kind of like a online uh, website where you can actually donate where all the proceeds go over to the employees of Gem Stakes so that they can actually, you know, get paid during this time where they're missing work. So our thoughts and prayers go out to you guys. Uh, that being said, um, before we even get started on the episode, I want to give a, uh, a few quick shout-outs because I know that uh, I've been asked to been given some shout-outs, and there's some people that definitely deserve to get shout-outs anyways. So uh, the first, I want to actually give a shout-out to the cast and the crew of Scrolls of Honor, you know, uh, you know, from the director, uh, Jimmy D. Nolte, and uh, Aurelio Arango. Uh, and then all the cast members, you know, we've been really working hard, man, and we've been doing the best that we can to, you know, meet up and, and, and sacrifice our time to really get together to work on, you know, script reads and also to work on fight choreography and, and stunt preparation. And I know it takes a lot of time out of our busy schedules. So the fact that, you know, we're out there doing it and really rehearsing and, you know, really working our tail feather off. Um, I just want to say honestly that you, I salute you guys 100%. You guys are, are really doing the best that you can. Um, I'm really happy to work with such a, a great group. And I just can't wait where we actually get a chance to finally record and start filming. Um, once we actually start getting uh, that process going, I feel like we're really going to knock it out of the park. So, you know, I, I'm just excited. I can't wait. It's going to be amazing, and, you know, we're just going to hit a home run with this for sure. Um, to three people that I used to work with over at the Apple Store at uh, Bethesda Row and Store R112, um, I, there's three people that I want to give a quick shout-out to. Number one, um, to my boy Kyle D'Amico that w was, you know, that's my dude right there. You know, he was a specialist. Um Definitely the life of the party. Loved the guy's energy and attitude. He was just an amazing, amazing guy. And I really I really liked Kyle. Kyle was definitely a, one of those rare uh, you know, dudes in R112 that really was like the life of the party and loved everybody. And everybody got along with him. And I definitely appreciated Kyle for just being a real nice person to me. So Kyle, shout outs to you, bro. I understand that, uh, you know, you're actually doing your thing now and you're a family man and you're a dad and, you know, I'm really proud of you, man. You know, it inspires me. I want to be like you when I grow, when, you know, when I get older and grow up, you know what I mean? <laughs> so, uh, you know, congratulations to everything that you've been doing, buddy. Uh, it's awesome. Uh, another person I want to give a quick shout out to in the Apple Circle would be uh, my good friend 
and who was also like a mentor to me even though he wasn't my mentor officially in apple but i always took him like i always took to him like he was uh my mentor and that's uh rich garifo um he was a specialist that also uh that got up to the ranks of uh, i think a creative and he did a really good job like he was awesome he was really awesome i loved his energy and i just love his zest for life and just really you know showing that and just being that guy you know and rich i just want to say that i love you uh thank you for always been a being a good friend and a good support um you know i hope everything is well with you with your wife liz uh with your sons joe david and kenny and uh you know just i hope that you're just enjoying life and loving it last but not least i want to give a quick shout out to um Doug Bolst, uh, who heads out the Apple Group, uh, he was also a specialist that became a creative, uh, a man that was all about photography. That I think that was his like main uh, creative medium, and you know he was very talented in that. And I just got to say that you know he he was you know an amazing guy, um, life of the party. Uh, you know he just definitely had a real cool vibe about him, and he was just that kind of guy like you know if you know you got to know him and you respected him he would respect you and i had nothing but love and respect for doug so doug i hope that you're doing well brother um hope that you and nikki are doing very well and living life and being safe out there you know what i mean so yeah and the last shout out just a general shout out to my friend uh danny sullivan who i know through the martial arts circuit i recently i recently saw her and we actually got a chance to hang out uh, it wasn't for long, but you know, it was good to see her. Uh, I met her husband. I uh, found out recently that you know she has a, you know, baby on the way. It's going to be a daughter, their first kid, and it's really awesome. You know, so Danny, I really want to say congratulations to you and your husband. Uh, it looks like things are going very well, and I hope that you get back to training again soon in karate and, and get that you know second degree black belt. Man, it's been way too long. You know, get get back into the get back into the swing of things when you can, you know, uh, keep on with the path. And uh, I promise you, it'll be it'll be an amazing ride. Uh, tonight, I really wanted to talk about something that is near and dear to my heart, uh, which is about basically safety, stunt safety and safety on the movie set. Now, for those that may not understand um, about the movie industry whether if it's on you know on the set where you're an actor or if you're a person that does stunts the number one rule is that it's safety first you don't want to get harmed you don't want to get injured on the set because when you do it's a real real bad thing it's a bad thing that happens to you because you're the one that's getting injured and it is a bad reflection on the movie and the production the 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 crew and 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 the uh and the uh, basically the cast too so you know imagine that now if you don't know what a stunt is a stunt is an unusual and difficult physical feat or an act requiring a special skill performed for the artistic purposes usually on tv theater and major motion pictures films. Now stunts 
are a feature of many action films, but it can be done in any type of genre, you know, something as simple as like a, a, a simple fall or a slip or something even more um, that requires a lot more. Now, if you want to know about the different uh, types of stunts, well, there's like stage combat where, you know, you can do hand-to-hand fighting, including uh, martial arts that requires, you know, hand strikes and feet strikes, um, weapons, and, uh, you know, things with uh, acrobatic uh, combat. There's also mechanical stunts where a stuntman is in a special harness and they use a high-tension wire uh, for people to kind of pull them up. So if you want to think of like certain things about like, uh, you know, wire work and stuff like that, like that, think of Hero, the movie from, you know, with Jet Li or House of Flying Daggers with uh, Zhang Ziyi or even The Matrix. You know, think about that. There's also stunts, uh, vehicular stunts, stunts that are done in various modes of transportation, like a, a car or a boat or airplane which requires a lot of extensive training and time so that's uh you know one thing that you're thinking about like oh wow i'm doing a stunt that is requiring me to actually navigate this mode of transportation so you know imagine that there's a lot of moving parts and everything like that so you got to think of it from that perspective that's also a a dangerous threat right there and then last but not least you have uh computer generated effects uh you know Doing stunts using a harness, fans, and, you know, blue or green screens that provide, like, a digital background or a digital effect. Now, this episode basically came up because a friend of mine, a really good friend of mine who is an actor who, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm going to protect, uh, you know, his identity so he will not be mentioned by name. But, you know, we recently had a conversation and he didn't know anything about like stunts and safety and so forth. So he's kind of green in that area. And one day he just kind of talked to me about, you know, that. And he was like, Kim, you know, you actually, you know, did your own stunts and and so forth in various movies. But, you know, why do you have to wear like, you know, protective gear and such like that? And he didn't he honestly did not know. So rather than, you know insulting him for not knowing i really had a chance to really talk to him and we discussed it and i just kind of you know put two and two together like wow wouldn't this be great if we actually put this on the podcast so guess what we are going to talk about that and i'm going to explain a little bit about how you know it helped out and what would have happened on another side of the coin when you know safety equipment was not even used so here we go um as many of you guys know uh last year i was in a full-length feature film called miscalculated that's directed by romel morales great guy awesome director funny dude love that brother to death um he actually casted me in his movie as like uh, one of the leading villains in that particular project um, where I portray the role of Benny Chow. Now, from my understanding at the time, he had said that, you know, you're going to be doing a lot of fight scenes 
and you're going to be taking some falls and all this stuff. Are you comfortable with that? And I said, yeah, that's no problem because, you know, I've done something like this before and I'm okay with it. You know, I do have the safety equipment and everything, so it should not even be an issue. We're good. You know, the only thing that I need is time to actually rehearse these things so we can work on it and make it really good. Um, then I found out that I needed to have three more people to play my security team. So I actually talked to three of my, you know, three of my friends that are not only actors, they're stuntmen, they're uh, martial artists, but most, most importantly to me, they're my brothers. And we actually got on to the cast, uh, Timothy Apollo who was from D.C., now based out of Atlanta, Georgia, who's a stuntman. Uh, we had uh, Zach Knox, who is from the D.C. area. He's an actor and a martial artist. And then last, uh, winding up the group, uh, a good friend of mine, uh, Cameron Whittington. And he is a martial artist and a stuntman and sometimes does quasi-acting. So, you know, we talked about it, all four of us, and they were really excited. They were on board, and I still can't thank them enough and appreciate everything that they did. You know, it was amazing that they jumped on board with this. Uh, we all knew that there was going to be fight scenes that we were all going to be in. We're going to be doing some stunts, and we were okay with this. So we got on to the set. And it was great to see my brothers and, you know, giving them hugs and, and, and daps and, and handshakes because for some of us, we haven't really seen each other in quite a while. So it's been really, you know, it's just kind of a, a great moment when you actually see your family. So we report in. We say hello to everybody from the cast, the crew. Uh, I think Ramel came in like a few minutes later after we got in. And the first thing that uh, everybody saw was that myself, uh, Zach, Tim, and Cameron were all over on the corner and were starting to stretch out. And there's a lot of people um, on the set that were also doing fight scenes and so forth. They were kind of looking at us a little bit like, wow, what are they doing? And then once we actually got done, you know, stretching, doing our thing, warming up and so forth... Uh, we actually went over to the back and we actually grabbed our stunt bags where, you know, we had at the very minimal, and this was under the advice of uh, Timothy Apollo, uh, we had our knee pads, our elbow pads, our cups. Um, we had a mouthpiece just in case because, you know, sometimes accidents do happen and we had our spine protectors. So everybody's like looking at us and we're just like wearing our equipment. We're getting ready. You know what I mean? And there are some people that were looking at us. They're looking at us really weird. They're like, yo, what's up? What's up with this equipment? Yo, why are you, why are you wearing this stuff? And um, we did our best to explain that, you know, this is kind of like an insurance policy, you know, for us to actually do stunts in a safe manner without getting injured without you know fracturing any bones or anything because when you wear these uh you know pieces of equipment of safety it 
gives you a higher chance of not getting injured and landing in the hospital. And soon enough thereafter, there were some people that were asking a lot of questions and so forth. And we just gave them a little bit of uh, education. You know what I mean? We let them know exactly what it is, why it's important, and to express our advocacy for safety. Because once again, like I said, safety is important. That's the first rule of engagement for movie making and stunts and so forth. Some of them actually got it and they were really hip to the idea. And to this day, they ask a lot of questions, you know. And there's some that just, you know, I don't know if they just didn't get it or they just didn't like the idea. But they were just like, eh, you know, whatever. But I can tell you this. We actually uh, recorded our parts in two days. And wearing those uh, safety equipment was probably the best idea that we could have ever done. Um, one moment in particular, uh, there was a fight scene where, you know, my brother Cameron was going to take a sweep and he had to fall back. And he didn't even have a spine protector. I was like, yo, Cameron, let me pull you aside for a second. He's like, yeah, what's up, man? And I just said, dude, where's your uh, spine protector, bro? Oh, well, um, I don't have one. You don't have one? No. Well, how are you going to take the fall? Oh, I'm going to be all right. You know, it's not going to be a big deal. You know, I've taken falls before. And I'm like, not on a hard surface, man. And then I just literally made the decision. I said, you know what, Cameron, you're my brother and I love you, man. And, you know, you're my responsibility. And if anything happens to you where you got hurt, um, your parents are not going to like that. And I have a good relationship with your parents. So I took my um, spine protector off myself and I gave it to Cameron. I said, Cameron, do me a favor, man. Uh, you know, if you love and respect me, man, wear this spine protector. You're going to need it more than I will. And he was like, are you sure? I'm like, dude, you're taking a fall. I'm not taking any falls. I'm going to be all right. At least I have my knee pads and my elbow pads, please, for the, for the love of... Pete, you know, wear, wear the spine protector, please. He put that puppy on, and I just said, you know what, try a couple of, um, you know, back falls. You know, fall on your back, see what happens. A couple of times he did it, smack, 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 and I asked him, like, how was it? Oh, it's fine. You know, um, it definitely took a lot of the shock and absorbency, so, you know, I'm feeling pretty good, you know, better than, you know, if I didn't have it on. And I said, hey, see, there you go. So we were safe. We did everything well. Um, we got in, got out, did what we needed to do. And that was a wrap. For two days, uh, we were safe. We were well protected. And it was because we worked smart and we worked with protection. Um, and I swear, even to this day, um, I'm very fortunate because... If I didn't have my equipment on, um, I would have a shorter uh, lifespan or shorter longevity in doing, you know, stunts as simple as that. And, um, you know, I'm very fortunate in that respect. However, there was a moment in time way, way back, years back, that um, there was a guy that I worked with in a film. And um, we knew that we were going to have to do stunts. 
So I knew at the time, at the very least, I needed to go ahead and get knee pads and elbow pads. But, you know, I was really green. I didn't really know what I was doing. So I kind of got those cotton-based knee pads and elbow pads, like the the kind that you use for um for volleyball, you know, very spongy and and so forth. But I felt like, you know what? I'm good. I can get these. They're very inexpensive. It's going to be good. So I come in there wearing that stuff. And um, the one person next to me that was going to do stunts uh, didn't have anything. And I looked at him. I was like, bro, are you going to be all right? Yeah, I'm fine. I've done this before. This is no big deal. I'm like, without like safety equipment oh yeah 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 it's no big deal i mean you know this is you know that's just a you know a little bit of formality you know real stunt people you know we'll be all right you know you take the fall blah 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 you won't get hurt everything's good because we're trained and i was like all right i mean i don't know what your level of expertise is you know so i'm gonna take it for what it's worth but you know i hope that the production and the director knows about that oh yeah sure they know about that i'm a pro I'm like, all right, cool, you know. So I did a fight scene, and uh, the sequence was that at one point I was going to have to drop down on my knees or a knee real fast, and I was supposed to roll. Um, What I didn't foresee was I actually did get down on one knee real quick, and somewhere on the ground buried underneath all the dirt and whatnot, there was like a rock or whatever, and I don't know what happened, but it literally pierced through the knee pad and it almost touched like, you know, a part of my bone. I, I don't know if it was the ACL or whatever, but I, I, I heard something and it was just kind of really weird. So when I got up, you know, I think I was fine, but I was really feeling a little little bit of pain. Um, and the director and everybody was like, well, can you go on? I was like, yeah, I should be fine. You know, I mean, at least I wore some kind of protection. So this was something that I was kind of preparing for at the very least. So I was able to do it and I was fine. And since that time, you know, it really wasn't a big deal. Um, I got it looked at, you know, everything was cool. It was like more like a bruising, if anything, a severe bruising, but nothing that was anything that was fractured. But the person that was with me that was going also going to do stunts, actually did like this fall and without any protection literally put himself in 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 danger because he actually got injured on the set um you know it was one of those things where he really tried to be a macho man and finish it off but by the time everything was done um i later found out that after filming he actually went to the hospital um i think that since that time uh he's actually gotten a little bit better obviously you know he healed um you know it's something about like a that what he did with his back uh he caused some damage luckily it didn't require surgery but it definitely took a lot of healing and a lot of years and um i think during that moment in time he just knew that uh you know what he was saying got himself in trouble and he just decided therefore I'm not going to do any acting that requires me to do any fight scenes or any falls or anything like that. And I think it was just for the fact that uh, his pride was basically hurt. You know, thinking that he knew it all 
and he did this and he did that and unfortunately he got injured and went to the hospital for it so like i said i i think that you know safety is always the first thing on my mind you know it's the number one rule um i can say this a lot of times until i'm blue in the face and that's because that's the god honest truth you know nobody likes to willingly get hurt or be sent to the hospital or get a a a bone fractured you know that doesn't make any sense if we actually do film you know we have to prepare for all kind of you know risks and so forth when it comes to doing fight scenes and doing stunts and so forth and that's all about number one preparation in you know executing said stunt or fight scene and number two having the proper tools needed for your safety so you can prolong your career you know what i mean and like i said you know the basic tools that you will need are elbow pads knee pads uh sometimes for men you know get like an athletic cup that's always always important to protect the family jewels um a mouthpiece and a spine protector now if you're looking for certain things to kind of get you by um in terms of like you know elbow pads knee pads i always thought that the mcdavid uh brand was pretty good especially the hex ones because they have like hexagon cell sponges that actually are very good for shock absorbency and they're going to be good for certain things like if you're doing basic falls and you're you know doing things for fight scenes and so forth that's good but if you're actually looking for like the best thing possible i definitely would think of you know the demon united brand that has like really really good uh various knee brace or knee pads and, and elbow pads some that have like a more of like a plastic um rubbery kind of shell for good maximum absorbency and um i also recommend demon united for the spine protectors because they're the best in the business um demon united has been great for not only stunt people but people that are involved in like extreme sports like bmx uh you know snowboarding uh, skateboarding things like that and um, they definitely are built uh, for protection to make you last now they also have other type of you know safety equipment that you know i don't think is required unless you're involved in that kind of thing but like helmets um, they also have like shorts where they have like padding all around your thighs uh, your gluteus maximus and your tailbone you know what i mean but that's for something way extra if that's you know if that's more required but i tell you demon united has been one of those brands that i trust and i know that has a good reputation and many of stunt people swear by them that they're probably the kings of the game when it comes to safety of stunts and just protection in general um i hope that this episode has been very insightful and very knowledgeable because you know i want people to be safe and i want people to you know stick around a long time when it comes to you know doing things of that nature you know whether if you're doing stunts um if you're doing you know certain things that require uh, a lot of physical movement and so forth and you're 
just doing some basic stuff. These are the tools that you need for your protection. You know, and I always say this. If you want to avoid getting to the hospital or going to the hospital, if you want to avoid possibly getting a, a bone fracture, this is the way to do it, guys. Get get the proper protection that you need. And I promise you, um, you will have a higher chance of not going to the hospital. You will have a higher chance of not breaking or injuring or fracturing any bones because um, you know your health and your longevity is the number one investment when it comes to being on the set whether if you're acting or if you're doing a, a fight scene or a stunt so I gotta tell you safety first safety first safety first you know what I'm saying so that's all that I have for uh, this evening um, you know, I definitely want to once again thank everybody that's actually took the time to, you know, pay attention to every episode that I've had out here and the fact that we are doing our second season at this very moment in time. You know, I feel very happy. I'm very proud that I've made it this far. You know, it's quite uh it's quite the uh, accomplishment and I just you know, hope to keep on doing it, and I hope to, you know, have people uh, follow the podcast and, and like it and, and just really appreciate the content that I'm putting out there and saying a lot of good things and singing the praises of it, you know what I mean? Because uh, at the end of the day, like I've always said, I'm doing this for you guys. I'm not doing it for myself, although it is a really cool uh, creative medium, but I mainly do it for you guys. You know what I mean? It's it's what I do. So here's the ending of uh, all endings that I usually do. So here we go. Uh, you can always follow me on Facebook. Uh, go over to uh, the search box and put in the Kim Hwang Podcast Experience, and I'll be there. I do have uh, other social media platforms. You can follow me on Instagram and on Twitter. At TKHPC Experience, all in one word, lowercase letters, no spacing. And uh, if you follow me, I will follow you back. If you write some comments, I will reply to it, no problem. Um, let's correspond and let's uh, stay in contact. We are on five uh, podcasting platforms in Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and on uh Amazon Music. Now, I'm going to need a favor. If you actually listen to me on Spotify, please give me a five-star ranking. If you listen to me on Apple Podcasts, uh, please make sure that you give me a five-star ranking and an awesome written review. And the purpose behind that is when, you know, on Apple Podcasts, that when you give me a five-star ranking... And you give me an excellent written review. That actually goes a long way. And that actually gets my podcast to be noticed immediately. Jumping at the front of the class. So that people will actually get to see it and go, oh man, this is on Apple Podcasts? Cool. You know, I can go ahead and, um, and listen to it and subscribe. So, you know, I, anytime that I'm on uh, the way to work and... I have my iPhone, I can listen to it, boom, no problem, hey. And the same thing for like Spotify, you know, if you give uh, a five-star ranking, it actually 
gets to the head of the class. It gives it gives more people notice, and no matter if they're listening to it from their iPhones or their Android phones or whatever, um, it gets right to the front of the class. It, people get to notice it, and they're just like, "Whoa, you know, this is getting a lot of great, uh, you know, rankings. We got to check this out." So, please do that. Please subscribe to my podcast on all of the podcasting platforms. I really appreciate that. You can also email me, uh, and you can email me at the email address of the Kim Huang Podcast Experience at gmail.com. Under the subject matter, you know, you can go ahead and say that either A, you want to be a special guest or a special guest host. If you have any, you know, suggestions or constructive criticism, put that in the subject box. And under the body, uh, just write me an email and, you know, state your purpose. And uh, within 24 hours, if I do get that email, I will read it and I will get back to you. I promise you that. So we got to get out of here, folks. But, you know, not bad for an episode that's been long overdue. Um, I do appreciate you guys. And, you know, thank you so much for listening and giving me the time of day. You know, it's awesome. You know, I love you guys to death. And I just appreciate the love and support. Just uh, make sure that you guys are staying safe, make great decisions and safe decisions uh, because it doesn't do me any good if you actually uh, pass on in life and get thrown in a wooden box and get buried six feet under because we don't want that to happen to you guys. Uh, We want you to be happy. We want you to be healthy. We want you to succeed. We want you to just live life and just do what you do because, you know, you deserve uh, good things to happen to you in your lives and um, you know we want people out there to succeed and we want people just to to just you know take the bull by the horns and throw it down to the ground and say you know what it's mine I own this and you do own it guys so let me get the heck out of here thank you very much for your time I really appreciate it and um, you know as always uh, we're always going to be around We're always going to be making great content, and we're always going to do it for you. So, for the one time, for the one time, right here in the Asian Sensation Studios in the greater Washington, D.C. metropolitan area, this is your boy Kim Huang, the Asian Sensation, saying thank you. I love you. Be safe. And we're going to do it again real soon, right here on the Kim Huang Podcast Experience. Guys, take care. I love y'all, and let's do it again real soon. All right, peace.